0: Hi, all my buddies, and welcome to another episode of Semi Auto Magic Inc., your favorite, our favorite Dresden Files flavored Fate accelerated tabletop gaming podcast. Here on this beautiful overcast day, in this the third day of the reign of President Sex Criminal, Hi. I am joined by all three of my good buddies here. Sound off, good buddies! Hi. Uh. <laughs> You guys are the worst. (laughs) What, like, you guys did any better?
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least we said something.
0: Fair. You sounded. Yeah. yeah. I'm
1: Jackie. I play Fiona. I'm Anthony, and I'm off, because that's what I said.
2: I am Dylan, and I play a wizard named Solomon.
0: Sigh. So, last time on Semi-Automagic, Inc., um... There was a confrontation with Whipplethorpe Ngutu Clementine Van Occupanther, hipster king of Landportlandia, and uh Rowan returned the fate of the brand on his forehead as yet unknown, as indeed his allegiance, which may or not be real, to said hipster court. The gang reconvened only for an emergency to happen, in the form of Fiona's arm metaphorically catching fire uh the brand of the wee free men angry and red and itchy upon her upon her uh gripper stick they rushed back to the magic beans to find it in flames a scarecrow yeah jammed into the sidewalk holding Which, the i can ahead.
2: only assume means that we're running into like end game mega man boss rush territory that's very terrible.
0: That's fair. Yeah, this this scarecrow combining the uh three icons of the known knights of the court of mists, the spear of Alta Zephyr, the wolf skull of the Huntress, and the uh Scarecrow of Mother Harvest. Um Bicker and Cornflower, apparently the only two members of the Wee Free Men who were not <laughs> uh vamnished in the midst of this chaos, appeared and proceeded to beat their tiny, tiny fists against y'all's faces. And it was at this point we learned that they had succumbed to the fate that they had escaped for so long that their good luck had finally run out. And here, in their final hiding place, they were found and taken by Oberon, the Lord of Mists. And we rejoin that scene now unfolding. There is a flaming magic beans.
2: Uh, is there is there any sign of the fire department?
0: Uh Yeah, they're arriving. They're uh, adorably old-timey, incredibly fuel-and-water-inefficient fire engines um, are arriving with really annoying sirens that sound like uh, old-timey vaudeville pitchmen. Is there any Wah! sign of the volunteer fire department? The volunteer fire department (laughs) has not yet decided to make its presence overtly known. All right. (laughs) However, um, you do notice some interesting graffiti on nearby walls that indicate this is an area that is certainly known to and of interest to them. So it's safe to assume that some agents are at least aware of what's happening.
2: They hang
1: out in Magic Bean all the time.
0: Yeah.
2: you have a sugar bowl? Yeah, I do.
0: Well, you know, the world is usually quiet here, and so they like it, but the (laughs) world has gotten a lot louder recently. So, Uh, okay, did I tell Fiona she owes me money yet? I don't remember if I said that. Now's
1: not really (laughs) the best time! Yes, you did. Okay.
0: The fire engines have arrived and are going to work uh, dousing down the magic bean, uh, and indeed a car arrives. Um, you guys, I think you all piled into Mr. Dr. Emperor Bismarck's Jeep and, and huffled down there. So, um, what you recognize as a White Council sedan. Uh, pulls up, and some people you recognize, um, Wake Wagner and Perot uh Salvador Hernandez, and Dr. Bismarck, all pile out, and they, they just rush up to you before staring in horror at the flaming ruin before them.
2: We've got work to do.
0: Solomon, what happened
2: here? Uh, well, apparently, uh, this Throne of Mists, what we've been fighting since the 90s, Uh, since the first Unseelian incursion. Apparently that's Oberon. Apparently we're just dealing with fucking Oberon now.
0: Oh my, what? Yeah. He's supposed to be dead.
2: Well, he's
0: apparently not.
2: He's not!
0: Oh my god. Oh, hello tiny fairies. Hello. Who are these tiny fairies, Solomon? Have you known these these tiny fairies? Yes,
2: these are, this is Bicker and Cornflower. They, uh, they were driven out of their homes by... Uh, uh uh realizing that he probably shouldn't say that name a third time solomon goes <laughs> solomon uh uh stumbles for a moment and and comes to the dickhead uh and so they've been shacking up with fiona for the last oh say a month um
0: from uh wake wagner's shoulder uh the little fairy from the autumn court known as Junkwell. Uh, just shoots in a, in a beautiful sort of brown orange, uh, arc that makes one think of, uh, cinnamon and hot chocolate and bonfire nights with a full moon above, uh, just zips over to where Bicker and Cornflower are sitting, still trying to cough the smoke out of their lungs. Um, she hugs, he rather hugs them both just super hard around the neck and they all start, uh, chattering in a little musical fairy language. That um, I imagine uh, Rowan and Fiona can catch like little bits of, but like they are native speakers going full blast. So there's no. You, you won't really be able to catch that. Um, the other fairy, um, Brisbane, is nowhere to be seen, presumably because he's a freaky mantis guy and didn't really want to jump out into the street there. Sol- Salvador Hernandez, for his part, is. Fuming, uh, Solomon, you have never seen him this upset. A vein in his forehead looks fit to burst and there is a look in his eyes like nothing you've ever seen. He stomps over to the flaming, uh, shell of the magic bean where the fire department is doing their damnedest but not really making any headway. He looks at both of the firefighters currently pouring water in, catches both of their attention and says, look away they know authority when they hear it so uh they look just off to the side for a moment you see salvador make some symmetrical hand motions not unlike something you would see a tai chi practitioner do and thrust his hands toward the fire upturn them as if receiving something grip and then pull toward himself And the light surrounding the magic bean is sucked out of the very air as the location turns cold and dark and all the heat is drawn out of the area. When the light returns, Salvador's hands are smoking, not as if with heat, but like dry ice, and the magic bean is no longer aflame.
2: Hey, thanks for that.
0: It was my pleasure. He picks up his hands. Oh, and the mist goes shooting off. I probably shouldn't have done that, but yeah, uh, well. <laughs> we've got some things, bigger problems than a fire right now. So. Yeah, it seems it seems like things are getting a lot more public, whether or not we want them to be. So, Solomon. Yep. How close are you to completing that stable array?
2: Uh, well, we've we've got uh, the ingredients that we need. Uh, except for one, uh, Fiona, Peroa. What did you learn about the blade hubs?
1: Wait, hold on. Um, Dylan doesn't know I have it.
0: That's true. I thought you uh, mentioned so it. No, he just showed up, and then you guys had to bail. Oh, okay.
2: I I thought he had mentioned it at the end of the, right yeah. before we uh dipped. So,
0: no. all right. So we've got so we've got everything but the three eye, and, and the uh. <laughs> And we need a blade hub,
2: so hopefully our friends here have have uh, come up with something. What do you guys weren't got? you going
0: to weren't you going to get some three eye tantara? Didn't you say you're going to help the boy get some three eye? Well, yes, it. Um, well, Warden Byron and I, uh, we we weren't able to secure any.
1: So where are we going to get it from?
0: <laughs> I mean, I like see. Rowan, you're you're standing there with that earthware jug, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so you're just not saying anything? Nope. Okay. Fair enough. Well, um, Wake Wagner wrangles up and he says, OK, um, I know it was it was my job to get the uh, the, the G. Osman. Right. Uh huh. OK, well, I, I managed to locate a huge, huge chunk of it. And uh, as as we imagined, it's actually inside the uh, Museum of Weird History. So all we got to do is, is just swing by and get Xavier to give us that. That shouldn't be a problem.
2: Yeah, no, Xavier has been supportive in all of our endeavors thus far. I can't imagine why he would ever turn us down for this one.
0: Well, see, that's the thing. Um, I called up to see if he'd be cool about it, and somebody answered but wouldn't talk to me. And then I heard a bunch of weird sounds in the background, and then Son the line of went a dead. Bitch. So, yeah.
2: All right, well, we'd Wait. better get over the f- over to the museum, I suppose. It-
0: we should probably look into that um do you think these do you think these uh volunteers have have it in hand here uh miss miss fiona what what about you i mean this is this is your place what do you need to do?
1: what are we doing with the fairies? We need to put them somewhere safe
0: um mr dr emperor Bismarck uh just comes up to them and rattles off something in the same little liquid lilting fairy tongue and they look a little they look a little surprised but nod their heads and she says. Well, I'm a, I'm no stranger to the wee folk, so uh, I can take them back to the WC, or they can come with you. They're a little shaken up, as you can imagine, but if you think they can be of some use, they'll be happy to go with you.
1: It's up to you guys. We can put you someplace safe if you want. You don't have to come with us.
0: Um, Bicker and Cornflower and Jonquil all have a little chattering conversation between them, and then uh, Cornflower... Strides up to you and looks up with the tiniest, pissed-off little face and says, We've waited in what we thought were safe places long enough. And look where it got us. We're coming with you. All right. All right, so, uh, I, I guess we better head over there, then. I'm not going. You're not going?
1: The hell you aren't!
0: What are you gonna do?
1: I don't know, but... Solomon over here has made it very, very clear that I am no longer a part of this team, Ooh, and team. So, I am not going to go. Wait
0: a minute, what the fuck? Solomon, is this true? During our
2: negotiations with uh, uh, Mrs. Bismarck's source for our industrial quantities of 3i...
0: At this uh, uh, Salvador's eyebrow just just becomes a golden arch of incredulity, and he turns very slowly to look at Dr. Bismarck. Cancara?
2: There was an hey, incident well- involving the uh, firearm-leveled threats against uh, that source, uh, heretofore undisclosed uh, for uh, legal reasons. Um, yes, of course, of course. Um, and in the course of those threats... I figured it was probably best not to let the White Council make enemies of something like that creature. So, here we are. Rowan, you are prepared to stand idly by while a fairy creature of immense power attempts to undo the entire mortal realm.
1: I didn't say I'm going to stand idly by. In fact, and I open up the jar, I got the exact shit you need. I kick the, him in the shin.
0: When you open the jar, like <laughs> this this waft of three eye just just settles out over the entire area and uh suddenly everyone I mean everyone's still standing there, but they're also like ghost shell versions of themselves and they all look uh like they imagined they would look as grown-ups when they were kids. So Salvador instead of uh instead of being completely bald has this amazing Fabio mane of hair. Um <laughs> Dr Bismarck looks inexplicably French. Whole bunch of stuff. As you kick him in the shin um a little bit of the three-eye slops down and it just um it uh it just showers and pours down over the three little fairies. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who uh begin to vibrate. In very interesting patterns and uh, talk amongst themselves. They don't seem too bothered by it, but a definite shift has happened there. So uh, you've been kicked in the shin by one Fiona.
1: You're an asshole. How am I an asshole? I got the shit you guys needed. And now you're not going to help us! I'm not going to help you guys because Solomon has made it very clear that I am not part of your team anymore. Get over it, ladies! I am not going to sit idly by and let and let this thing happen but but any association i have with him and i i look pointedly at him uh is not going to happen I, I i've been my
2: sword and level it against rowan and i proclaim rowan wizard killer you are under a, you are under arrest by this task force for many crimes against the White Council, including the possession of industrial quantities of an illicit substance.
1: Uh, I'll drop it. I'll drop it. I kick him and grab it.
0: Um, Rowan, as Solomon says this, you feel a pressure as a circle of energy snaps closed around you and you are bound by the wizarding law. Oh, shit. Solomon.
2: (sighs) We don't have much of a choice. We need to
0: move quickly. Okay, great. Now, what do you suggest we do with this former task force member who has detailed knowledge of this entire plan and is now in your custody and your responsibility, Warden Byron? Behead him. What the? What the fuck is wrong with you, Fiona? I'm pissed. Oh, that's fair. We're we'll not stick going to be in a him.
2: deep, dark hole for a very long time until we can solve the first problem that we need to deal with here. Who told uh, you about the hole? Which I point, at which point I point at the fucking scarecrow that's been standing there watching this whole thing. Say, we deal with that first, then we deal with that, and I point back to Rowan. Uh, the,
0: the scarecrow, uh, winks at you. Can I and set thing
2: on
1: fire again?
0: You certainly can! No problem at all. Yeah, it, it goes up. It was made of dry wood and crackly straw and stuff. Uh, it goes up in a blaze. The, um, the spear in its left hand and the wolf skull in its right, uh, blacken and pop and fall to the ground.
1: I stick my tongue out at it.
0: Well done. Um, Salvador approaches you, Rowan. Rowan, it pains me to say this, but you are bound by law. Do you accept this and intend to come peacefully?
1: <laughs> when have I ever Wanted to do anything peacefully. <laughs> Fair.
0: Rowan, Rowan, listen to me. I trust you. I trust that Warden Byron, whose performance review is coming up, <coughs> believed he was doing the right thing just now, but words, once spoken, cannot be reclaimed, and the fact of the matter is, legally speaking and magically speaking, you are in our custody I will do everything I can to help you, hopefully including helping Walden Byron with whatever his plan is. I really hope he has a plan. But for now, please consider yourself in our protective custody, <laughs> and I must relieve you of that three-eye.
1: You're going to have to break this circle to get it for me. Oh.
0: Which means
1: once it's broken, I'm free to do whatever I want. You're not my friend anymore. We were never friends. You were my best friend.
0: Oh. Oh, jeez. And now you just
1: suck. I didn't do this. He did it. Why are you blaming me for this? My cafe was on fire. My little fairy people got hurt and kidnapped. What did I tell you? Your your cafe was going to burst into flames from the very (laughs) beginning. Piss off. I... Have done nothing wrong. I got you guys the Three
2: Eye.
0: Salvador, go ahead.
2: You got yourself a very large earthware jug of Three Eye and then refused to hand it over when we I need didn't it most.
1: You refused to hand it over. You, have, you didn't let me hand it over. I refuse to work with you guys.
2: You have, at every turn, undermined and gone against this task force. You have tried your damnedest to break away from us. And now, when we need you most, you're throwing a fit and he refusing to stop the largest existential threat to the world that we have ever seen.
1: How, how could you say you guys needed me most when you pushed me aside the second I became...
2: Not just inconvenient, dangerous, Rowan. What don't you understand here? I
1: got the 3 eyes. That's what I understand. I got exactly what you could not do.
2: Yes, and, and you now you we're taking it by as- force.
1: You pushed me aside because you felt that I was going to to uh, prevent you from obtaining what you need. But here I am with what I
2: need. Here you are with the point of a sword at your throat.
0: Warden and- Byron, stand down. Rowan, I am speaking to you not as Solomon's superior, not as the person nominally in charge of this task force, but as a person who has worked with you and as a person who wishes to see no harm come to this city. I realize that you are bound. I realize that if I break this circle, you will be free to do whatever you please. So I am asking you in good faith, if I do that, if I break the circle surrounding you, will you peacefully hand over that Three-Eye? If you give me no cause to do you harm, you have my word as a magus that I shall do you no ill. Fine. So mote it be. He uh he pushes Solomon's sword aside, just like kind of backhands it, and breaks through the circle. He holds out his hand for the jug.
1: I hand it to him.
0: Very good. He uh He walks away very, very peacefully. He kind of backs up. He doesn't turn his back on you, Not in, like, a suspicious way, but in a respectful way. Like, he doesn't just turn and walk away. He says, You two obviously have some things to work out. You are still a task force. And unfortunately, because of the prerogatives and the agency given to Warden Byron, I cannot nullify you being in his custody, Rowan. So he is your responsibility for right now. That said... Either figure your shit out and make up or figure out a way to work together without it. I don't care what you do. Figure out what you need to and stop what is happening to my city while I try to stop everything that is coming down on my side. Do you have any idea how much shit I have to deal with on a daily basis because of you people? Do you have any idea how many letters I get? Saying, why was there a giant crow monster, Salvador Hernandez? And I say, you know what? Giant crow's gonna giant crow. And sometimes that works and sometimes that doesn't. I'm running out of excuses for you. So make it work. That is an order. Tantara, let's get out of here. And they get back in the sedan and uh take off. Leaving an incredibly embarrassed Wake Wagner... <laughs> and bro Adalma, who have just been standing there looking at anything that wasn't this. You know when your boss chews out a coworker and you're just like, I'm not here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh what do we do now you guys? Are you guys okay? Can we can we get past this or or, or is or is our fellowship broken? Uh, I I look at Rowan and I say,
2: that's up to him.
1: You know, I've been abandoned my entire life. And now it's you doing the abandoning. Let me finish. I didn't abandon anyone. I got kicked out. I got abandoned by the one person that I have had any respect for. The only person that I have ever considered a friend in my life. I didn't kick you out. No. I'm talking about you.
2: <laughs> Rowan, if you respect me, if you consider us friends, why on Earth, do you keep going against literally everything we're trying to do?
1: I have not gone against everything we have tried to do. I is there any way I can I can show him the symbol on my forehead?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Kate's... If you if you want to um if you want to zap a little magic juice up through yeah. your through your frame there,
1: I I, I
0: I zap a little through to see. It's it's not the Aries Corporation. What's the other one? It is not. It is a blue Libra symbol. Yeah. Um interestingly enough, following your encounter with Whipplethorpe Ngutu Clementine Van Occupanther, the uh Libra symbol is still there, but there is another symbol sort of laid over it, sort of semi-transparent, and you can't really make it out. It's it's not really fully there. But it is a it is a visible shape behind the still present and still prevalent um electric blue Libra sign.
1: So I say I, I show it to him and I say, You have no idea what I had to sacrifice in order to get this for us.
2: And had you not drawn weapons on a source we already were in contact with, maybe you wouldn't have had to. If you didn't go rogue And try to fight, what, a spider lady? (laughs) For a couple hundred bucks? You wouldn't have had to deal with that to begin with. All of that is on you.
1: This is something different. Someone who cherishes my freedom. And as of now, I don't have any
2: anymore.
1: Yeah, because you're under arrest.
2: (laughs) We need your help against this thing. Whether it's the Summer King or not. Whether it's somebody claiming that it is, whatever it is, whatever it is that's trying to undo my world, we need your help. And if you're ready to give it, great. We've got a lot of work to do. If not, fine. Go. Leave. But if I ever see you in Portland again, your head will be on my wall.
1: You just made a threat to a known wizard killer. What, you gonna kill him now? I didn't see that. It's kind of what you were insinuating. What He just insinuates. He's got good reason. What reason? You're an asshole. Yeah, and so are you. I took these little guys in and tried to protect them, and now I've failed in that, and you you are just going to, what, walk away? But I didn't say I was going to walk away. The little let's fairies. get to work. I, I, I turn to Solomon. I say, I'll help you guys, but I'm not doing it for Good. We don't care. You guys do care because you want me to come. We want to get this thing solved. I don't give a shit what you do anymore. So you don't need me to come with you then, Solomon? Can I? Can Can I invoke the right of Punchington? <laughs> <laughs> I I I need I need Punchy. To you
0: don't punch need my permission for that.
1: Out of this guy.
0: I don't um, run your it, life. It, it, uh, Jackie, for for the record, uh, under constitutional law, Rowan has uh, given all three necessary indicators uh, first set down by the Duke of Punchington uh, for just such an occasion. So, yeah, you you would be well within your rights. Any court in the land. Punchy. What's up?
1: I invoke the right of
0: Punchy. Oh my God! Yes, and he just <laughs> just springs forward, and um, and uh, and his his fist. Interestingly enough, um, tries to connect with Rowan's face, and there are competing energies, sparks sizzling as his golden aura uh, connects and grinds against uh, the power still glowing on, on Rowan's forehead. Um, eventually, like a grinding wheel caught against something it cannot wear down, the momentum of his punch just kind of expends itself and his arm flops kind of uselessly to his side. Goes, what the hell? What are you? What kind of punch-proof nonsense are you sporting here, Tiger? You don't want to
1: know. No,
0: I believe I do! I said, I had to make
1: some sacrifices to get this.
0: You gave up the ability to participate in punching? (sighs) I guess. Man, you must want this more than I do. That's, that's not a life I want to live. God, I just, I can't even, oh my god, I, it's, and he just turns around, just grabs his head, and just walks away and goes over to Pierogi Dalai Lama. He's like, he can't even get punched anymore. I mean, what the, the man cake, I know, I know, Wake is terrible. I just, yeah, people do strange things. (laughs) It just comforts him. Look, we've got
2: business. Over at the Museum of Weird History with a man who will be very happy to see you, I'm sure. Are you coming or not? Yep. Great, get in the Jeep.
0: All of you get in the Jeep. And it is a tight fit. <laughs> I'm
1: sitting on Faroa's lap.
0: I you know there's there's room. If I mean there's yep. only four this I you know, fair enough. Yep. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm just uh just wanted to let it be known that I pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh so you guys oh god it's the tensest car ride you guys <laughs> It's it's the opposite of Final Fantasy 15 it is angry family road trip fantasy simulator <laughs> Ew, Oh my god you know, like, when you were at the gift shop of that attraction, you didn't want to go to in the first place, but they, dad made you stop because he cared about it, and just when you got interested and you wanted that souvenir, he was like, no, that's too expensive, and you're like, you made me interested in this! And it turned into a whole thing, and then you get in the car, and you're hungry because you didn't eat at the stupid cafe like they wanted you to, but none of the stuff there was good, and there's an in and out like 30 miles away, but you don't want to break the silence because then you'll have lost, and it's just this, oh, it's a it's terrible. It's just like that. It's uh, um. <laughs>
2: oddly specific. Uh, do you have some stuff you want to talk about? Uh,
0: yesterday was my daddy's birthday. Ah, okay, that makes yeah, a lot of sense. no sense. I called <laughs> him. I called him. It was nice. Cool. Um, my daddy almost started a fight in a in a cafeteria at the Monterey Aquarium once.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, over my the mother... quality of the eel.
0: No, actually, it was in the cafeteria, and my mother was looking at salads, and uh, she leans down and sniffed at a salad, it was a prepared salad, and I don't know what the etiquette of that is, I don't know that I would have done it, but she did, and this nearby guy just said, I'm sorry, that's just disgusting, you're disgusting, and my daddy grabbed his shirt front and was prepared to wreck upon a dude, it was amazing. Hey, no, that's fair. Yeah,
2: that's rude. You don't deride a man's wife like that.
0: No, you really don't, yeah, it was great, I was very proud of him. I was too young to be proud of him, but I'm proud of him now. Anyway, um, a couple of family stories later, you guys arrive at the Museum of Weird History. And for the first time since any of you guys have visited, um, it looks completely bereft of visitors. The parking lot is completely empty. There don't seem to be any lights on inside. Uh, It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a weird scene. Um, You guys pull up, I imagine, uh, I imagine Solomon, uh, studiously avoids the handicap parking, even though there's literally no one there. (laughs) Solomon's the kind of guy who wouldn't use the handicap stall, just, just for... (laughs) Well, yeah, no, it's rude. What if somebody in
2: a wheelchair stumbles into this abandoned building and needs to use the restroom? I'm not gonna occupy that stall when
0: they need it, and I don't. Completely fair. Um... You guys all pile out, and uh, it, Jackie, as you remove yourself from Lama's lap, she's like, "Oh, that was warm. I don't." Okay. <laughs> it's like when a cat moves, you know? It's like, "No, <laughs> come back."
1: No, now my lap like is it? cold.
0: Exactly, it's the worst. Um, you guys pile out, and <laughs> Wake Wagner and Dalma get this kind of odd look on their faces, and they're like, "Hey, hey, this is when we met, you guys, huh?" I suppose it is. I guess those were simpler times. You know, you get some dipping dots, you everything, beat up a giant crow. Everything tasted and smelled of lemon. Yeah, it really did. Uh Can we get You guys, I don't I don't like all this everybody being mad at each other. It it just it punches me right in the heart. And my doctor said I shouldn't do that anymore.
2: <laughs> That's probably wise advice.
0: Right, I'm. I'm not a complicated man. I like punching and bowling, and problems that can be solved with punching. But I. What about I,
2: problems that can be solved with bowling?
0: I have yet to encounter one of those, but when it comes, I will ruin it.
2: <laughs> All right,
0: but Good I. To know. I do. I do know that people who care about each other can often be hurt. By one another without realizing it. There's accidental feelings punching happens all the time. Emotional fists flying out. I've been working through some stuff. The W C has a pretty great uh, therapy benefit option. Uh, anyway, and all all I'm saying is, like, if if people care about each other, they they shouldn't be too proud to say they're sorry. Anyway, uh, let's go see if that dip and dot stand is still open. And he takes off. <laughs> like, in this really embarrassed little kid, like, I didn't feelings and just took off. He's and, uh... And I'm like, oh. I know, he's he's grown so much, you guys. So
1: I'm so glad that he got into his therapy program.
0: <laughs> Me too. You know, there's a really long waiting list when it's been worth it. I just thought he could I'm go see Dr. Him. Bismarck, but... What's up? I'm so proud of him. Yeah, he's growing a lot, and not just his fists. Um, his fists, by the way, just the size of melons now. <laughs> um... So you guys wangle up to the entrance, and it is locked, and it is dark inside. Rowan, I assume you have a key. Yeah, oh, well, that's convenient, isn't it? Useful to have someone who has uh, a key like that here on our team. That's going to save us all kinds of breaking and entering fees. I for glad. <laughs> I for one am glad he's here. I and there's you. just this this silence, just <laughs> directed at Solomon. It's <laughs> uh, to <laughs>
2: it's which he really responds, great. "Yeah." <laughs> I
0: opened a uh, lot very good you guys uh, enter and the light from outside cuts a golden beam into the darkness of the lobby uh, by the light you bring with you you can see that they were preparing a new exhibit on something that was apparently called the Theotokos incident oh no <laughs> And the place is in a shambles. Uh, whatever exhibits they might have set up, it looks like some dummies with suits of clothes on and a little display case holding what appears to be a small clay pipe yeah. and, uh, and 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 indeed a fossilized plate of what would seem to be bacon cheese fries. Um, just stuff that doesn't really make any sense, and it looks like it hasn't been set up yet. Um, but from the darkness... You're here. <laughs> hello who is it who is there are you are you real Xavier Solomon and he he kind of scrambles furtively out of the darkness and like this Russ Tamblin motherfucker like his defining characteristic is that he's sort of like shoddy and rumpled and lived in and always wearing mixed mismatched you know clothes and such but this cat looks like a wreck right now Um, he's still got the sword that he had last time you guys saw him at his hip and the, uh, shotgun in a holster over his shoulder. He scrambles up furtively looking over, over either shoulder into shadows for things that you guys cannot see. And, um, oh, and by the way, each of you has, um, three of you have fairies sitting on your shoulder. I imagine they're all kind of scared of Solomon right now because he was a big scary guy a little (laughs) while ago pointing a sword at people. So, um, Rowan, Fiona, and I'll say Pierogi Dalai Lama, I'll have, uh, fairies on their shoulders. Oh, no, because there's, no, because Brisbane didn't come. Okay, so yeah, three of them. Um, he comes up and he says, all right, Rowan, Solomon, Miss Fiona, Vic Wagner, and Pierogi Dalai Lama, I'm so glad to see you guys. Are first answer me is this, are you guys real? Are you, are you, are you real? And he reaches forward and just like touches your face a whole bunch, Solomon. just like Uh,
2: yes please just like touch
0: stop stop that touch just does solomon wear glasses
2: uh no he does not
0: okay then just yeah just just all over oh thank goodness you guys some real bad stuff's been going down in here what uh what happened yeah what uh what just what 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 punched this place all up okay so we were preparing a new exhibit uh it was about a mysterious incident that happened in or around Kansas, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. The timeline is really blurry, but sure, it had to do with a hotel where all of the occupants disappeared mysteriously overnight. And there was some very strange phenomena reported in the area, like flashes of light that eyewitnesses could see, but they did not show up on on camera. And, uh, people waking up with migraines and nightmares, but only people with religious beliefs. It was weird. And, uh, anyway, it was a cool mystery. So, um, I, I, I went to an auction and I got some of this stuff from where it happened. And I thought I would put it together display, you know, for my patrons, for my patrons. I love my patrons. And then, um, this stuff got weird. Uh, I started finding rooms that I didn't know were here, and they looked like hotel rooms. And and when I tried to show someone else, I couldn't make them come back again. And I started seeing people that when I tried to talk to them, I disappeared and no one else could. It was really weird. Um, Reality is unraveling around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems to be as good of, as good an explanation as any. And it all seems to have to do with... A huge chunk of Geosmin that came along with the relics.
2: Yeah, we we need that. You need that? We we need that. Why do you need that? Uh, we're it- doing some stuff. Oh, you're doing stuff. Okay, cool. Listen, yeah. Xavier, we're going to get you the case file for this whole incident. and really? you're gonna, Yeah, we're going to get you as many artifacts as we can out of the White Council Storehouse. We just need that rock.
0: Can I put together an exhibit? Absolutely. I'll do a book signing. You'll do a book signing? Ah, oh, this is yeah. going to be so great. I'm so happy! This is the best thing that's happened to me all day! And he, uh, he he turns to his little sword. He says, did you hear that? Save the Queen? We're going to have a book signing! Oh, it's going to be amazing! So, you guys are the first people I've seen in, uh, how long has it been since you've seen me?
2: Uh, better part of a week, probably.
0: Is that all? Then, uh, that doesn't make any... Okay. Um, it feels like a lot longer than that to me. But, uh, yeah, with your help, I think we can get to the heart of the wilderness uh, and get that petrified stone. Um, like this way, and he leads you uh, past some more ruined exhibits. Um, a lot of uh, suits of clothes of various makes and decades, all uh very high quality. Um, and a lot of uh odd little trinkets. And tokens that don't seem to have any particular... A lot like the clay pipe. Um, and in the centerpiece is a small uh bullseye lantern. Um, he says, okay, the, the, the trunk of Petrachor was going to be the cornerstone of the entire thing. Um, and so I was leaving it for last, and it is deep in... You guys know that room, like the, the storeroom, where I keep all the weird stuff. Sure yeah well, I think some of Isn't the weird stuff this started museum exactly. I think some of the weird stuff started talking to some of the other weird stuff, and uh. uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, so without further ado, um here we go, and he opens the room and uh Rowan, you remember this room. it's you know where he mixed you a drink and where you guys talked and went over stuff where he hit on you so many times,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: and um, and and, and as he as he's ushering you guys in, he's like, "Wow, and I love this dark, brooding look on you. It's so very Batman. It's oh, I just love it. I don't know what you're going through, but I like it. I like what it's doing to you." <laughs> um, he guides you guys through the door uh, that says "Employees Only" and into what appears, for all the world, to be a hotel lobby. Uh. Yeah, that that was my thought. Um, is this supposed to be here? No, 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 no. All right, no. Cool. Yeah. Um, so last time I was here, there was a man guarding the desk. But, uh, the more I spoke with him, the more confused he got. And he started to kind of fade away. Oh. And then he, yeah, then he was gone entirely. And I wasn't able to get him back. So I don't know what that was about.
2: I I go I look at the counter and is there like a bell
0: for the yeah, ringing? Absolutely. There's a total there's totally a bell. How many times? Uh 3. Okay. Uh the first time you ring the bell, it is a high, clear, pure bell note. Bing. And then with each subsequent bing, it gets kind of smaller and more far away and muffled until it's barely making any noise at all. Huh. Yeah. So is this place I I d I, I don't know it doesn't seem to be as strong I don't know. So so please, uh comes this way. And he he guides you uh into sort of a like a lounge. Like you remember that hotel where, where we were staying when you crazy kids got married in Long Beach? Yep. Yeah. It had like a sitting area, uh like that. All right. And and in that area, there are uh, tables and chairs and what appear to be the remnants of some kind of domino game that some people were playing. And some of the pieces look just real and solid, like, you know, dominoes. And some of them look, like, kind of faded and and semi-transparent. And uh, there are plates of food, and there's a, uh, a smoking pipe sitting on the table. <laughs> so, uh... This was the first place I found, and it seems okay, and I touched some of the stuff, and it seems like the more I touched it, the less it was there. Okay. pick up the
1: pipe and try to smoke it.
0: Okay. Um, the first draw gives you, oh my god, the most amazing tobacco you have ever tasted in your life. It's it's so smooth, and so rich, and it's not harsh at all. And, uh, it tastes slightly of nutmeg. Mm. Um, yeah, it's real dope, and subsequent draws give you less and less flavor, uh indeed, until the pipe itself begins to fade away. And if you stop before it disappears completely, you end up holding a sort of, like, weird, semi-transparent pipe.
1: Does the pipe look like the pipe
0: on display? It does. In fact, uh given your brief experience with both of them, you would not be beyond saying they look to be the same item. Okay, so... I didn't meet anyone in here. There are some people in the next room, and uh, they scared the living hell out of me. So cool. I let's go say hi. Okay. <laughs> um, he leads you out of this room and towards a room that says, uh, like, auditor, like conference room. It says, it says conference room. And on the way there, uh, you run into a woman who is very severely dressed um not not unpleasantly so just like man this dame likes creases in her clothing and uh she bumps into you she says oh oh well pardon me i was just on my way to uh the conference our meeting was about to begin i don't believe i know you who are you why are you here We're looking this for is a, a pri- rock this is a private event no, you can't just come in here looking for a rock, and as you as you say that, she becomes more and more confused and agitated and starts uh approaching you. I don't think you'll belong here,
2: I think you got that a little backwards, lady
0: Oh, I am a lady, but not the kind that you mean and she uh flashes you a look, and for a moment. You get an impression of her wearing full plate armor with, uh, glorious wings extending behind her. Now identify yourselves, or it'll be the last day of the week for all of you.
2: My name is Warden Byron. This is Rowan, Fiona, Wake Wagner, and Peroa. And why are you
0: all here? You need a rock?
2: Jasmine, responsible for Petricor. We're trying to save the world.
0: As soon as you say, save the world, her eyes just shoot up in fury, and she launches herself at you immediately.
2: Oh, fuck. All right. She
0: she is going to have a plus four quick, (laughs) and uh, a halberd appears in her hand as if from nowhere. So, Solomon, she is going to take a a real good swipe at you with that thing.
2: All right. Uh, What are you doing? I guess I'm gonna try, f- uh, like, a forceful parry with Do it. with my sword. Uh, Do it. I got a two.
0: Okay, that's not as good. No, it's not. No. So she catches you. Uh, she she doesn't get you with the bladed end because you guys are in a hallway and there's not really enough room. But she manages to catch you across the chest with the length of the shaft, and it hurts. Uh, but it's not what you would expect from being smacked across the chest with a big solid length of wood. Right. Um yeah, so you're still knocked bodily back into um Pierogi, Dalai Lama who catches you. Um Wake Wagner says, okay, no, you remember how I said I liked problems that can be solved with punching? Yep. Yeah. Thank you for finding one of those for me. You're welcome. And he he <laughs> shoots his he shoots his hands downward into little holsters on his belt. When he pulls him back up, he's got those fan favorites, Moses Maimonides and Gary, the dust-up cousins. Uh, he launches himself at the woman and is going to take a swipe at her. Oh, yes, please. Uh, he uppercuts her, and the... Oh, I suppose she gets a chance, doesn't she? It's not as good a chance. Um, she takes the hit on the chin but it doesn't seem to impact her as forcefully as you would think. Um, he definitely connects, and she is knocked back, but more than taking a hit to the face, she begins to fade out a little bit, almost as if part of her realness has been stolen by being hit. She looks down at her hands and says, What failed trickery is this? What are you doing here? You're not here after some rock. We
2: very much are, though. Here.
0: What was that, Jackie?
1: That's actually exactly what we're doing here.
0: Um, Xavier rushes forward with uh, Save the Queen and is going to make a really quick stabity at her. Yeah, that's going to work. He manages to run her through the tummy, and she looks very confused down at his blade and then just fades away entirely. All right. Okay, you guys, I think I figured this out a little bit. I think we are in a memory. Uh-huh. I mean, it seems like the more we interact with things, like, z- there's a kind of break, right? Sure. So, I mean, memories don't really stand up under scrutiny. Memories are uh, emotion and impression, and they're not so much hard data and things that are real. So, I mean, uh, we don't have a lot of data on the Theotokos incident, but... If my records are correct, I think that might have been someone called Miss Friday. And I think taking care of her was probably a good idea. Alright, um, cool. Whose memory is this? That's an excellent question. Is it um, The Rock's memory? Is Dwayne Johnson here? <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson appears out of nowhere. A wild <laughs> Dwayne Johnson appears. Hey, I like doing South Southland Tales, even though that movie was bad. This podcast just got 97% more attractive. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked Sutherland Tales a lot. It was a mess of a movie, but it was beautiful.
1: Oh, my God. No, we're not going over this. <laughs>
0: um, he, uh, Xavier says, I think this might be the memory of the person who put all this stuff up for auction. Um, the name Lantern keeps popping up.
2: Uh-huh.
0: all we know is that this took place during. there was some kind of gathering here some kind of conference and I think in disrupting the order of the memories that's why it's turning hostile against us
2: sure I mean so so what we where is this rock
0: I mean the last time I saw it it was in the conference room here and he pushes his way um, past you guys toward the conference room door he opens it just a crack and you guys see that it is a room full of people, every size, every shape, every description, chattering in dozens of languages to each other. Um, and at the core, you see a tall Native American man standing next to what is clearly uh, upon a pedestal under a glass dome, an enormous chunk of Geosmin. And it looks like he's speaking to it, as you would another person. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, so if that's what you guys need, and by that I mean if that's what you guys want to get the hell out of my museum as quickly as you possibly can, please. Thank you. Danke. I guess it's going to be up to you guys how we do this. We could try to slip past them. We could just fight our way through. I mean, I've got Cecilia and Save the Queen right here, and, you know, I can do a piece of damage with them, but...
2: Tell you what, buddy. Uh, Do you have an iron pot uh, with a lid to it? Like in your kitchen, here at the I says, uh, uh
0: yes, I can get that for you if you'd like,
2: uh yeah, that'd be great,
0: cool, uh, he... also
2: like a sharp thing, like a letter opener or something,
0: okay, cool, yeah, he uh bounces and he goes to get you those two things, um meanwhile, uh, the three fairies, Jonquil, cornflower, and uh bicker are all sitting on your various shoulders, and they're kind of talking amongst themselves and to you guys. And the consensus is that the magic here smells really weird. And not just because... It smells kind of like it's from the past, but time doesn't really mean that much to fairies anyway. Um, And more than that, the place reeks of faith magic, which is something very strange to them. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Xavier returns with exactly what you called for, uh, an iron—it's uh, actually an iron skillet, one of the one of the deep, like, cast iron kind with a pot with a lid on, and he uh, brings you a letter opener from the gift shop that actually advertises the Museum of the History of the Weird in Land, Portlandia.
2: I pop off my shoe. And, sure. Uh, I begin inscribing in the lid of this thing mm-hmm. uh, this spiraling series of, uh, to okay. create. Uh uh like a containment sure. sort of thing.
1: He's gonna Ghostbusters this
2: shit. I'm gonna put the rock in this pot <laughs> and it's all gonna be fine. <laughs> that's my plan here, guys. Why'd you take your shoe off? Will we see? It's a, well it's it's for pounding the letter opener. Oh, fair enough. Okay, like a like cool. a chisel.
0: Yeah, that's it's completely reasonable in a way that I would never have predicted. Yeah, well <laughs> okay. here we are. <laughs> uh, the, um, yeah, the letter opener is, uh, it's a, it's a standard, you know, the blade shape, and then it curls into a question mark. Of course it does. Yeah, because, yeah. Xavier watches a lot of Gravity Falls, you guys. Xavier is Edward Enigma but really bad at it. Exactly. With a little <laughs> bit of Uncle, with a little bit of Grunkle stand in there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Progy Dalilum says, okay, so Warden Byron, so you're gonna put the stone in the pot. Uh-huh. And, oh my god, you're a genius. Because the pot is iron, and iron is antithetical to most magical fields, so hopefully that'll cancel out whatever's going on here. That's the theory. Oh my god, that's great. Wake, why didn't you think of that? Well, I couldn't very well punch it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Listen, Wake has a limited skill set, but he's very, very good with it. Thank you. See, this guy gets me, and this, uh, honestly, this is what Dr femto has been t- trying to teach me i just i have to love me barroa <laughs> um all right so orton byron uh, what's what's the plan here like i know you said you're gonna put the rock in the pot but how are we gonna get to the rock uh have you ever heard of a phalanx i yeah but i i had i think i had mine removed when i was younger
2: no okay <laughs> uh old roman technique uh okay you and Rowan's uh, <laughs> like, "What no, that
0: wasn't my technique i don't <laughs>
2: <laughs> you and uh wake are gonna are gonna stand in front of me uh Fiona and Xavier to the sides okay. and we're, we're, it's it's like the point of a spear. we're just gonna drive forward we're gonna get the rock we're gonna put it in the pot i uh, what, what
0: what what about Rowan what's Rowan
2: gonna do Rowan, what do you want to do
1: not touch anything I don't know.
2: I take out my gun. Yeah. <laughs> his solution to everything. Here we go.
0: Let's do it. Alright, you know what, Rowan? You you're you're with me here. And and Wake, like, you know, when there's a real fight in a group of friends and you're like, I'm gonna be extra friends with this guy right now. And he just he he grabs you by the shoulder and he guides you over and he says, Okay, he's part of my pharynx now. Great. Perfect. That's not that word, but sure. Alright. So we just we just rush in and you're gonna go for the rock. That's Yep. That's the hope. Okie um, docs. And if it all goes out.
2: south, we run. We get the and rock and run.
0: Fair. Um, Xavier pulls out uh, Save the Queen and loads some fresh shells into Cecilia. Uh, Wake has his punchers ready. Progy Dalai Lama gets out her little, uh, her little whippy chain and gets a quiet uh, thrum going. Fiona, I think you've still got some, um, some fans. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And
1: just, Uh,
0: yes, you do. And just as you guys are about to rush in, uh, from out of another door, just to the side of you, pops a gentleman in a pinstripe suit, and he just busts out of it so suddenly, and it terrifies all of you, because you were already, like, tense, like, three, two, blah, person in the door! (laughs) Um... And uh, Solomon, you will recognize him as the gentleman that you met in the club room at the top of the WC, who uh, Fiona actually will also recognize as the man she punched and stole a bunch of stuff from him. Wait, Mr. Quill? Was that his name? Or Quill? No, or... It, it was yeah. indeed. It was Mr. Quill.
1: Celery oh. trick always works.
0: Oh my, I was not expecting to run into anyone here. Hey! Hi. How are you guys doing? Also, why are you here? Also, how are you able to be here? Um,
2: Listen there's the a stuff lot stuff. of. So wait, are you are you real?
0: I mean, yeah.
2: Like you, you know who I am.
0: Yeah. No, you're Warden Byron. Okay, we, we've we met. met. I I gave you my calling card in case you ever need anything. I right. believe you, Miss. I believe you punched me and stole some things.
2: Which I returned. It was cool. We, we no, made you did. Ends. You did. So, That's fine. What's your deal, buddy? We need that rock.
0: Well, um, how do I explain this? So, uh, this is this this whole thing is a memory construct. Sure. And it's a memory of a place where I should have been. Uh huh. So it's connected to me. I wasn't able to be here when this happened. And uh, I actually suffered a great deal for that. So when I felt that the memory had been reconstructed, I thought it would be a good opportunity to learn some things that had been confusing me for quite some time.
2: Did you get your answers?
0: Uh, I mean, is that a room full of people? It is. That's probably where my answers are.
2: All right. How what long this do you spice?
0: need? I. What's that? Uh, what's that, Tony? What is, this? what is going well, on? Well, um, this is the Hotel Theotokos. It is uh, a place in, you know, sort of, sort of anywhere, every town America. And about 15 years ago, uh, a bunch of my kind, uh, the, the last cluster of my kind, actually met here. And then only one of them left. And I've been trying to figure out why for the longest time. What are your kind? You could, uh, you could call us a lot of things, really. Um, but if you tried to describe us accurately, you wouldn't really have a prayer. Uh Uh-huh.
2: So, I, okay, I guess more my question is, what would, say, someone in every town, America, anywhere, call you?
0: I mean, God is a word. Holy
2: (laughs) fuck, what? I, look, lowercase g. That doesn't make it
0: better. I, uh, don't, don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's not a big deal. I'm not the, uh, I'm not the lightning and thunderbolt kind. What kind are you? (laughs) Oh, 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 I'm the kind who has fun and searches for shiny things.
2: All right. I'm an atheist.
0: What's that? I'm an atheist. Cool, me too. He reaches out and shakes your hand.
2: (laughs) Wait, what?
0: All right, so are we going into that room?
2: Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> fucking
0: yeah what? I think I think this really is our best opportunity, and another ally will not uh yeah, no, will hey, not be buddy uh if you need like five
2: minutes to get the answers you're looking for, go for it, but I, we need that fucking rock, and we need it quick, so whatever you're gonna do, go do it.
0: okay, uh, as you guys are standing there, you hear a a low uh humming sort of drone song begin. Uh, inside the room as if a great many people are, are sort of chanting or singing a low song all together. And, uh, down the hallway comes a very darkly, seriously dressed, uh, old man. He spies you all, uh, walks up to this phalanx of strangers, observes you each in turn, just sort of quirks an eyebrow, and says, Hey, hello. I would like very much to speak with all of you, but I sense that it is not yet time for us to meet. Although some of you, although some of you sooner than others, I have business to conduct in here until then. I wish you peace.
1: Who he does turns. he look at when he says sooner than
0: others? <laughs> you can't tell. Uh He turns and, and walks into the room. And Quill says, okay, um, I think I have an idea of what happened here now. So, that guy was death. Like,
2: literal, actual
0: death? I mean, kinda?
2: Fucking Jesus, man!
0: Okay, look, uh, yeah. Wait, wait, are you Jesus? No, 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 he mans the front desk. What? <laughs> Alright, so there's only one reason that death enters a room full of gods, and uh, I've really got most of the answers I need now. So if we're going to do what you guys need to do, I suggest we do it and get the hell out of here while the construct still holds up, because I don't want to be here when the memory tape runs out. Sure, yeah, let's go. Okay, cool. You guys, uh, Phalanx up, and Quill... Quill uh, just positions himself in front of the door and he catches you guys' eyes and he's like, Okay, everybody ready? All right, everybody? All right, one, two, two and a half. <laughs> Mortals. No, <stay> <laughs> Three! And he just turns and, and just uh, rushes in there. And the room is clearly in the midst of some sort of ceremony. Uh, the tall man that you guys saw walking down the hallway is currently placing his hand over the huge chunk of Giazman. Uh, the tall Native American man who was standing nearby is shouting at, uh, a gentleman of apparently Greek descent who is also in there, uh, yelling things about how this is his last chance to be a person and how could he betray them like this. Uh, Mr. Quill jumps in and says, look at me everyone! I'm a distraction! and uh and it works the crowd (laughs) turns their eyes toward him there's this there's this susurrus of well yeah i mean he certainly seems to be i'm looking at him i don't yeah what 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 do we (laughs) the fucking celery trick works even on the
2: cosmic scale
0: it really does it really does And so I will give you guys each one free action while this apparently room full of gods is distracted. Rush forward. Okay, cool. You rush forward. What was uh, that? Rock in the pot. Okay, cool. I will let you get to the rock. Um, It is surrounded by a cluster of people, though, that you're going to have to push your way past.
2: Yeah, well, we've got a phalanx for
0: that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Fiona, Rowan, what are you guys doing? Just staying in information, What's up? Yeah, that's
1: what I'm doing.
0: Okay, cool. Oh, uh, Rowan, look at you! Something. You're supporting the team. I'm so
1: proud. I'm not supporting the team. I'm supporting myself in the team.
0: Okay, so if you're supporting yourself within the team, um, some of these people are getting pretty pissed off. The distraction is wearing off, and uh, one gentleman with bright red hair uh is going to come up and try to ch- try to murderate your your mouth face a little bit Rowan. Um yeah. he is going to extend a hand and a dagger is going to shoot out of his cuff. It looks like it has a a bone handle and the blade is uh very black and rough. So he's going to take a swipe at you and he's going to do so quickly so that is going to be a plus 3. Okay. Um are you duck <laughs> <laughs> All right, Torque. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Roll, roll a duck for me, which I guess is going to be quick. Ah, uh, yeah. More careful. I'll give you careful, actually. If you want uh,
1: an hour and a half? Uh, okay, hold on.
0: Rolling four. Okay, yeah, that absolutely works. Uh, the whistle of his blade goes What's ha above you, and uh, as you as you duck down, he looks really confused about why he didn't uh, sever anybody's jugular vein. Then uh, he, I, he go ahead. Can I shoot him in the knee? Uh yeah, you can certainly try. Go ahead, make a counterattack.
1: Uh
0: do it quickly. Do it. Uh, negative one. Oh buddy. Okay. Well he could still do worse. Let's find out. Uh he did worse. Um, wow! Yeah. Amazingly <laughs> enough, uh you managed to I assume you just put the gun like right up against his knee and pull the trigger. Oh yeah. Um cool. Yeah, and he doesn't react in pain, he just looks even more confused, and then looks down at you and says, this wasn't how it happened. <clears throat> and then he sort of fades out of existence. He just goes like, like, poof, and there's some little light sparkle motes, and, and he's just sort of gone. Um, so, Fiona, what about you? What are you doing?
1: Um, I have no idea.
0: Steal something. Yeah, you're in a crowd full of people who want to s- kill you, but if you want to steal some stuff too, that's—I mean, that—that that would be, <laughs> that would be playing to your character.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pickpocket some.
0: Okay, cool. I'm you pretty have... sure there's a nice locker filled with a bunch of crap that you can steal from. There is, in fact, a small bank of lockers, not unlike you would find at uh, like a bus terminal or or something like that, right over there.
2: Okay, um.
0: Fine. Okay, the doors are not closed. I mean the doors are closed, but you cannot tell whether or not they are locked until you get over there, and that will be your turn. Are you willing to take okay. that chance? Uh
1: yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, you um you stifle on over there. Uh, and just, just wait, no, come back, what? is <laughs> just the phalanx dissolving immediately. <laughs> well, God damn it.
1: This yeah. is what happens when you invite Fiona places.
0: Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh Wake Wagner, for his part, is just carving a punch path through like, Yeah. Just like Polly Shore and Son in Law. Um and uh Pirogi Dalai Lama is doing a very sort of live, dancy, not get punched by folks thing. Uh yeah, Fiona, you get over to the bank of uh what's this is, and you begin to open locker doors at random and you find what appear to be uh the same sort of Context-free, weird little tokens that you saw under glass in the lobby. Um, There is that pipe, again, and here is a hat, and there is a keychain with a shamrock on it, and there is a little wooden carved turtle, and there is a small bell, and I will allow you to take any three of these things.
1: I take the pipe... The bell, what's left?
0: There is a turtle and a keychain and a uh, medic alert bracelet. Uh,
1: I'll take the turtle.
0: Okay, good call. You now have those. Um, as you take them, a strange rush of power uh, just sort of shoots up your arms, but nothing, you know, immediately happens. Alright, Solomon, you are standing in front of a tall Native American man who is dressed very well and does not appear inclined to let you pass him toward that rock, son.
2: Uh, well, shit. Um, I wanna, uh, just knock him in the noggin with the pan. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing else, buddy.
0: <laughs> Go for it, pal.
2: <laughs> like, just the the most comical moment of this man standing a foot and a half taller than me and then oh, just yeah. looking around with this this pot in his hands just going I, well I fucking guess and then just <laughs> womp uh, and, and I am gonna guess this is gonna be forceful
0: I mean you could try quick I'd even give you I mean clever if you wanted it's definitely not sneaky but I mean I'm not going to call that clever. That's
2: that's probably forceful. So, okay, three. go for it. Three okay. is my total.
0: Oh my, no. Alright, um... Yeah, he definitely gets not three. He jukes just, like, exactly the wrong way nice. and manages to yes. turn his face just el-kabong just right into your pan. And, uh, again, much as when Wake started punching people, it hits him squarely, but there's no, like, um... There, there's no like impact. Like his head isn't thrown anyway. It's just, it's just sort of a, a soft um, collision, mm-hmm. and he looks at you in confusion like, as like he whacking a bag of marshmallows. Exactly. not unlike whacking a bag of marshmallows. Yes, uh, he looks at you in confusion, and he says, "All I wanted to do was save her," and he fades and is gone. Sorry, um, and you are now. And you are now standing in front of this rock on a pedestal. I want to scoop it into the pot. Okay. Just with you do the, so. Like, like, with the lid, not even touching it, just into the pot and then lid on. Okay. Clomp. And do you do some sort of magical sealing maneuver?
2: Well, yeah, sure. It's It's just <laughs> like muttering under my breath.
0: Very good. You perform a magical sealing maneuver and you uh, activate the uh the Loctite claws on this particular <laughs> brand of Exactly. Yeah, it's a universal um skillet lid. It lids all kinds of skillet jam jars, bottles, you know, it's just whatever you need it to really. Neat. Uh and the instant you do so, the world around you vanishes and you are dropped back into the rear room of the Landport Landium natural museum of weird history
2: all right well that was cool
0: that was a hell of a thing
2: is is quill still still there
0: yeah quill is still very much there and looking around like a man who has been given a lot of new information and isn't hey, quite sure how to piece it together
2: quill uh can i cash in that favor
0: oh uh, you know what, you can call this a freebie, man. You can hold on to that favor. You guys help me figure something out. What can I do for you?
2: Uh, so... Uh, and I just point at Xavier, and I go, Tell him about the, the Theotokos thing.
0: Oh. Well, you mean you're interested? Ah, oh, yes, I'm very interested, thank you. I tried to put together an exhibit on this. Oh, well, I wasn't aware that anyone else knew about it. Yeah, it was a big deal! A hotel full of people disappeared! Well, they weren't people. Well, we didn't know that! <laughs> and, uh... And the two uh walk off conversing about the the finer points of the the Theotokos incident cool, uh yeah, from which walked away only only one young girl, <laughs> apparently unaccompanied out into a strange new world, and maybe we'll learn some more about that sometime, but maybe for now we'll write a play about it or, for or
1: now a comic series or a comic series. Based, Based on a play, now
0: uh, you have got your nice smelling rock sealed in an iron pot, and you just turn and you see Wake Wagner with his eyes closed, just still, just punching like the wind. Just like, bah! let me at him! I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I can punch gods all day. Why wouldn't I punch gods? I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna do wake, it. He... Wake, 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 buddy.
2: Hey, hey. What was it? They're what's they're what's gone. On? Oh man. I... that was the punching (laughs) hey hey buddy wake up
0: (laughs) Ah. that was clever (laughs) and he just starts crying (laughs) Uh. no matter how much i punch there's always more punch inside no that's a good
2: thing we like your punching ability
0: I know, it makes me a one note pony.
2: No, no, buddy, it's, it's, uh, if you ever heard, uh, you ever heard the phrase, jack of all trades, master of none, well, you're a master of one, and that's phenomenal. So, we like your skills.
0: The phrase goes, jack of all trades, master of none, still better than one who's all, who's good at all of them. No,
2: nope. Yes. Master of one, best thing you could be. You're really good at, you're. Nah, you're really good at punching stuff and those are skills that we need and buddy, we
0: got a fucking job to do. Keep it together, please. All right. All right. Oh god, I need to talk to my diary. And he just <laughs> he just turns around and walks out. And having claimed the Geosman Rock, um we will find out what happens next time on semi of Magic Inc. Oh boy, this was an episode. <laughs> He does on Twitter and Facebook and the Tumble Space. And uh, we would love to hear from you guys. And good luck out there in the new world under President Sex Criminal. We love you all, our buddies. Have a good week.
2: Bye, everybody.